This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. All right, here we go. Thursday podcast for you. What's up, Al Dukes down the Jersey Shore? How are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. I was just uh, doing some podcasting research as, as I was ranting at the end of the program about. Um, there was an interesting article that came out. Now, we never know like the real numbers of podcasts and what you know, what the downloads are and that sort of thing, because everyone inflates their numbers because they're getting compared to people who inflate their numbers. So all the numbers get inflated, and it's insane amount of inflation and this sort of thing. But I read a very interesting article, which, um, who did I say put that out there? Clay Travis put it out there, but it was done by uh, some research organization, and they, they were talking about how many downloads and things that these podcasts actually get. And it said that the top 1% of podcasts, this is like, you know, Joe Rogan, Bill Simmons, uh, Pardon My Take, uh, Mark Marin, they average, this says average, 35,000 downloads per episode. Right. The top 10% of all podcasts is 3,000 downloads. So we're in the top 10%? Uh, yeah, which is insane. With a median... Of just 124 downloads. The problem that I find with it, because people say, oh, who cares? That you know, Let people do podcasts even if no one's listening. The problem is they're all on equal footing on the platforms. Apple, on the platforms, right. So if you're looking, say, hey, I'm interested in a football podcast about uh, you know the New York Giants. You go there, there might be 300 of them. 298 of them might be have no people listening or just the people who recorded them and it muddies the water for the quality ones well that's where that's I would, my problem that's where i blame it. the platforms i'll give you a good yes. one podcast one is, yeah. a, is a platform and that's where the shaquille o'neal podcast uh is uh, that's the home of it i don't i'm sure you can get it in other places yes but that's where he places. does it through 
Right. And the Dan Patrick one, which is probably, I, I don't know if that's just, probably just the show, but you can download the show, podcast, whatever you want to call it, every day. That's his home, and I'm sure it's available elsewhere, but that's where it emanates from. They do a really good job of putting their top ones first. So if I go back to April, as we've discussed many times, when I was looking for content and audio and something to get through shows and you know do something other than COVID-19 coverage, I would go there. And I had no, it was so easy not having to sift through the crap on all these other podcasting platforms. So I'll give them props. They actually handled it the right way. I would find that one. I would find the Michael Irvin one was on it. Um, all the big name ones that I think do well were, were findable. But I can see your point if you're on just Apple Podcast or Stitcher or some of these other ones where it's just a collection of crappy podcasts and you have to search for yours, which might be a popular one, and it's on right. page four. Right. We also don't know. Like, we don't know how many downloads Dan Patrick's getting. I have no idea. Is he a top-of-mind guy? He was when he was on SportsCenter. He was when he was on ESPN Radio. But he's not a top-of-mind guy that people... Now, he still gets... High quality guests, I oh, believe, he does. based I, on his name from SportsCenter. But if they really showed you the numbers and you'll never get them, I guarantee it's way lower than people think it is. It might be. All I know is he was a go-to for me because he always had big name guests, and I right. was desperate for sound. Sure. No, and and I and it's funny because yes, he does get big name guests, but it doesn't mean anyone's hearing it. Yeah, no, my I, point. I have no idea. It's just very frustrating to me because in every other industry. There are gatekeepers. You know, there are, that's why you don't hear a million different songs on the radio. You, someone's deciding through all of the crap sure. that this is the most likely to ring true with most of the people listening. So now, like even on satellite radio, I hear a lot of the same, there are different songs than the regular radio, but they've got a playlist. Yeah, they it's not repeat just a lot. random here's every person who's ever recorded music gets played. It doesn't work that way. Now, do you pay to put these up? No. Really? Yeah, it's no pay to put it up. It's no Now you have to pay if you have a podcast, you your podcast has to be uploaded to somewhere. Right. So you pay us like I use a, a thing called Simplecast for. Right, you turned me on to them and they were great. Yeah, all my Al's boring podcasts are up there, so I have to pay a monthly fee to for them to host it. But then they send out a feed that goes to all of these podcast platforms. They just pick up these feeds, so every time you put something new out, it gets automatically fed to these podcast platforms. Right. But it's just so insane and. I feel like companies are doing more and more of it, not less. Like we're not cutting back and going, you know what, let's focus on the ones that we think have a chance to do something. It's just like more and more. It's just muddying the waters. Mm, just I, hope they hit on one. Yeah, but I think you'd be better off hitting on one if you eliminated the ones that you know are not going to hit. And I think you pretty clear when you start listening to the pod. I started. I listened to a lot of random podcasts just to see what was out there, and I cannot find. And then people will still send me here. Try this one. I I, I can't find anything. Yeah, I there's don't... nothing interesting to me. See, I'm not interested maybe I'm in old. podcasts, so that's part of why I would be in the uh, in the category of I don't really care all that much about it. Yeah, I like doing this with you because I find it. It's fun. 
but I'm not a podcast downloader at all. I right, am, but if we didn't work on WFAN and already have an audience, we would have zero downloads. Absolutely. I, I don't disagree with that. The only reason we have any downloads is because we're known from the radio show. Totally. Now, if we both got fired, I think we could continue to do this, and this, I think we'd get the same amount of downloads, but that's about right. it. Right, right. I don't disagree with that at all, 100%. I'm with you. So it just makes me insane because I know, you know, you just go to Twitter and it's just like everyone's reacting to everything with a video and, and, a, yet, and, a and instant then, reaction. And then Holy we sit man. in with our digital meetings and they want more, more, more. They want more, more, more. Yeah, but like, I'm just what I'm going to pitch to them. Less people involved, more from those people. You could do that. Like I don't, We don't need everybody who works at the radio station doing videos. Yeah. Pick but, a handful of the people who are good at them and give them videos to do. Oh, well, those you know are I mean? ones produced through the radio station, too. I mean, yeah. if you've got a Twitter account, you can post anything you want. True, but when the radio station then retweets it or tweets them out, they're, they're everything you tweet, um, like the more you tweet, the less engagement you're going to get right. from Twitter. Right. Well, it becomes noise. It becomes noise. And you scroll through the Twitter and it's just, I scroll through a lot of Twitter and I feel like it's noise now. Now it's just like video, 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 video. And it's like, I want to read things quickly. That's funny. I don't see as much video as you do. Maybe I'm following the, the video people. I, maybe. I don't know. Like, I, to I, me, it is very rare for me to, to scroll through it, to, to go through a Twitter and it just be writing. So very I'm, rare. I'm checking now. So I'm just, now this is my feed. This is not your feed. Yeah, correct. And I'm going to go here, go to the top. Okay, so we got FAN, I got Al, they just retweeted your post, blah, 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 instant reaction. I'm down, I'm down, I'm still going down, I'm still scrolling down. Pro Football Talk, Pro Football Focus, Radio.com. Yeah, I have not come across one video yet. It must, it's got to just be who you follow and who I follow. Oh, there's but, uh, one, there's one. Yeah. Moose. Right. <laughs> Moose has a four-hour radio show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then Funhouse videos, which are fun to watch. Right. So I don't know. It's it's who you follow, I suppose. How about this? You see a video you don't like from someone that's doing it too much? Unfollow them. Yeah. That's right. That's what I should do. Yeah. Very simple. I've gotten to the point now where the block, mute, unfollow. Yeah. I'm good. See ya. Right. That's enough of the negativity and the negative crap. So just my thing. Hmm. All right. Right on. Have you seen Dunkin' Donuts as a cereal out now, Jerry? No, I have not. I see a commercial for it. I mean, Dunkin' cereal. Dunkin' Donuts cereal. So, what are they like? Fruit Loops, but they're little mini donuts. Like, is that supposed? No, to be it's the... a, it's they look like regular cereal flakes or whatever, but they're flavored like McDonald, like a Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> There's one like Cafe Macchiato or something. Like, I think really? they're flavored like coffee. <laughs> you know what's so funny is if you look in our pantry at home. In terms of cereal, like my kids really don't eat cereal at all. So the only thing you'll see in our pantry is regular Cheerios. Love Cheerios. Um, regular Bran Flakes. And you will see uh, there's always a box of Honey Nut Cheerios. Nice. That's about it. We don't get the Lucky Charms anymore. We don't get the Fruit Loops or the Count Chaw, none of that stuff anymore. And when I see something like this come out, I'm like, well, with everything we know about cereal and the sugary cereals, companies are still coming out with sugary cereals. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you go if you go down the and that's what I mean by this, like the Dunkin' Donuts cereal. And they'll sell or you'll them. see or they have you know, they also have Pop Tart cereal. They're mini Pop Tarts. 
I have not. Now, I've seen the little pouches yeah. of mini Pop-Tarts. They're not cereal, though. They're little cakes. I have not seen the Pop-Tart cereal. Wow. Yeah, Pop-Tart cereal, Jerry. Just like many, many years ago is when they came out with Cookie Crisp, which yeah. was little chocolate chip cookies. I used to and love And then that. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. You used to love that, too. Yeah, me, too. I was a big cereal guy. Me, too. I Up until cereal. about 10 years ago, I would say. That's, yeah, that's probably about right. 2010, I would say, is when I started weaning off the cereal. Yeah, not the not the uh, not the brand flakes. I still like I still like those. You mean like a Lucky Charms type of yes, thing? Yes, the sugary cereal. I yeah. it is rare for me to eat that now. Yes, that's funny. sugary cereals. I almost feel like buying the Dunkin' Donuts cereal just for the hell of it and seeing what it tastes like, just to check it out. Yes. Yeah, let me know how it goes. I might do that. I have We've to remember though. For it. I have to remember this weekend to do it. Yeah, Dunkin' Donuts cereal. It's interesting. A, a woman was on uh, BBC. You're familiar with BBC, the British Broadcasting Company, I Jerry? am, yes. That's where I used to watch Mr. Bean. Oh, yes, Mr. Bean. Yep. Uh, he didn't speak, right? No. And you know there's a cart. There's a Mr. Bean cartoon? I'm not aware of this. Yeah, no. I wasn't either until I was futzing around Pluto TV the other day, and I found all the cartoons. Oh. And the Mr. Bean cartoon was on. Nice. It was pretty good. Well, a woman who was doing an interview on the BBC in Wales... She was doing a, 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 they were they were filming in her house. You know, she was on like a Zoom interview on the news. Right. They were talking to her about how people are being passed over for jobs. And like most people, she has a bookshelf behind her. But on her bookshelf, there was a large dildo. <laughs> the <laughs> Schween and the cojones. Clearly put there on purpose. <laughs> Yeah, like, did she have it there, or did someone in the house think, this will be hilarious, she's going on the maybe BBC Wales? Just, maybe she just, if she was a single woman, yep. maybe she just, that's where she left it. Or maybe she thinks it's like art. Very possible. Decorative art. Or she thought it was hilarious. Yeah. And we're talking about there. it. Yeah, she was on there doing a very serious interview about people being passed over for jobs, yeah. and right over her shoulder on the shelf, a marital aid. That is pretty funny. As Joe Beningo fr- called it. I had a friend of mine give me and a few of us others a marital <laughs> As a gift? I sent you the picture of it. Oh, yes. Marital aids. I don't... But that actually wasn't. There's nothing marital aiding about that. Right. This was, you know, a silicone version of a female part. Right. Did I say that cleanly? Yeah, that was a good job by you. A <laughs> silicone version I- of a female part. I'm like, okay, thanks. I that guess. sounds like uh, the uh, Pearl Jam lyrics, glorified version of a pellet gun. Yeah, there you go. How did you say it? I said a silicone version S- of a female part. A silicone version of a female part. There you go. Yeah. So I got that in the closet and sitting in the box. So here's the thing. If I take it out of the plastic, my wife will think that I tried it. Right. But if I just leave it in the plastic, it's a wasted gift. Yeah, it's a wasted gift. So do you try it? I'll give it a shot. <laughs> then throw it right out in the garbage. Oh, no. you It's machine washable. Oh. Imagine that. <laughs> you your work shirt's in there. No, it goes in the dishwasher. The dishwasher? Yeah. It's silicone. Oh, boy. You wash it out first? <laughs> I haven't opened it. I have no idea. Hmm. Nor do I plan to. Yeah. All right. Jerry, my uh, brother-in-law, Dave. The dentist? His, 
Uh, no, this I have my other brother-in-law. He's uh, I believe he works in like accounting and that sort of thing. All right. His uh, grandmother passed. She was one. She was a few days short of one hundred five. That's awesome. Isn't that unbelievable? That, well, it's so funny you bring that up because we were trying to find Damn. older female celebrities that were yeah. still alive because of what Lepresti did at the end of the show today. Right. And I found a former Disney illustrator. Now, she illustrated Pinocchio, mm-hmm. Fantasia, uh, Beauty and the Beast, and a couple of others. Look at her. In March, she turns 111. <laughs> oh, she's still alive. She's still alive. That's unbelievable. I forget her name. Ruth's Ruth Thompson, I believe, was her name. Ruthie Thompson. She's like, like I'm thinking like I'm 51. Double is still only 102. That's why I keep saying when you keep saying you hope to make it to 80, I'm like, dude, you got low expectations. The way you eat, so. the way you take care of yourself, Ruthie Thompson's going to be 111. You should be striving for 115. I was always striving for 100 to I, die on my 100th birthday. I don't want to die on my birthday. I want to get to I 100 it, though. I think it would look cool on the gravestone. Okay. You know, it's not cool taking your last breath. Like September of 69 to 2069. I just need to make it to 2069. Your date of birth year is 69? (laughs) Come on. Yes. Right when the Mets were winning the World Series, September Is that uh, why? uh, Is that why you love 69 so much? No, I guy just stole that from the Howard Stern show and the guy yelling 69 because he thought oh, it was funny. Oh, I didn't know that. That's a yeah. ripoff? Yeah, but people know it's a ripoff. The people that listen that, that write to me know I'm doing it. It's an homage. So for all these years, I thought we were doing something creative 69. and fun and it's a ripoff? Well, it's a no, it's a, it's a combination of Ronnie the limo driver from Howard Stern show. Who I now know of, yes. And Gronk, who loves to make 69 jokes. So, yeah. But when I go 69, I think I'm doing that in my voice, but it's the, yeah, it's definitely, I definitely ripped it off from Ronnie. I didn't know that. All right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I learned something every day. The audience doesn't seem to mind. I'm sure they don't. It's funny. I, I thought it was funny. They might not know. If they're listening to us, they're not listening to them. Yeah, but they, they I could tell on Twitter they know. Oh, okay. And they still like it. Fair enough. Sick, because they'll send me pictures of Ronnie when I do it. Ah, understood. Ugh. Uh, what else do I have here, Jerry? I, I got no idea. I've been sitting in front of this microphone for five and a half hours. I got no idea. Right. All right. Well, let's end it here then. We let's don't have do... to end it. We could talk. No, we, we've been going a decent clip. Oh, okay. We're good. Plus, I got to walk the dog. I got to sign some beers and I got to talk to a dog medium. So, Jerry, I've got a full day here. You know, you do and a I very don't. full day. I oh, have an really? empty day. For once. But for I do once. Have, well, yes and no. I, I'm, I'm free until four. I got Rutgers Michigan State tonight. Oh, so I'm not. It's not a free day and night, but I'm saying when I get home about eleven fifteen, I got nothing until I got to leave at four o'clock. What time is tip off? Seven, Seven? o'clock. Yeah. So Want to go? Be, you'll get your credential. <laughs> nope. You'll be back at home at what time, Jerry? Ten fifteen. Ten fifteen. That's not terrible. But then you have to unwind, right? It's not good. Uh, no, the car ride home is usually the unwinding. It's a good zen for you. Yeah. Sunday night's the problem. Sunday night, I am in Chicago for an eight o'clock tip. This coming Sunday night? Yeah. Eight. You'll be a tip-off in Chicago at 8 o'clock. I believe so. I believe it's either 7.30 or 8. I'm not sure. That's kind of problematic. Yeah. Done at 10, out of the building at 10.30, on the plane by 11, land at Newark by 1, get here by yeah. 2, and take, well, not no, I got to go back to the rack first. Get here by 3, oh my sleep gosh. for an hour, do a show with the boys and you. 
mm-hmm. and then go home and collapse. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be ready for you, Jerry. I'm sure you will. Let's do the warm-up show. <clears throat> you and I did that, and then you did four hours of uh, the regular show, and now you're here doing this. I mean, you are all over it today. I know. I'm sorry. All right, Jerry. We'll see you tomorrow, I suppose. Yes? Enjoy. Yes. All right. See you. Oh, you know what tomorrow is? Oh, what? I think I'm doing the uh, sauna blanket tomorrow. Oh, you're getting so... It's it's in? Yeah, I Supposedly. I'm going to text Boomer later. He thought it was going to be in in time for me to do it Tuesday. It wasn't. So he said, we'll do it Friday. So I Perfect. will text him later. That's a great sh- Friday bit. I should be a bit. I plan on losing eight pounds. <laughs> <laughs> All right, That's dude. a hilarious bit. I'll see you later. All right, Jerry. So. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go, 503, what do you say? It's a Thursday morning, we are barreling our way towards the end of the week. I, along with the Eddie Scazzeri here in New York City, down the Jersey Shore, an old man by the sea with his dog, Al Dukes. What's up, dude? And Jerry, I see by your Twitter page that Mr. Christopher Laprestia showed up today, so big ups to him. We've got a regular program he today. He was here at 4.05 with bells on and ready to rock. Is that right? Did you get to the bottom of what happened? Was it his fault? Do we know that yet? Maybe we'll do that when he's uh, in studio and can defend himself. I will uh, let G take the shots. Perfect. takes the shots out. I have my opinion. I will leave that to myself. Oh, interesting. Okay. You're going to leave it to yourself. That's interesting. Jerry, most days I have nothing to do. We know that after the program, I pretty much listen to uh, Carton and Roberts. I walk the dog. I eat my dinner and do it all over again. Yes. Today I've got multiple things going on, Jerry. Yeah, so, so to say I have a full day ahead of me would be an understatement. But let, me, let me see if I can take a shot. All right. Let me see if I can take a shot. There's no way you're be- getting any of this. Because for you, a busy day means an old man doctor's appointment. Could be, right? Could be. I, I would say a potential. I mean, I, I, I put I put uh, food shopping on my list of like when I have something to do. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So it could be something minor. for you is usually on Monday. Correct. Sunday or Monday. It. Yeah. So that wouldn't be today. Nope. I'm going to say you've got one of three things to do. All right, Jerry. A, you've got to take your dog to a vet appointment. Mm-hmm. B, you've got some sort of medical appointment. Mm-hmm. Or C, something to do with the maintenance of your vehicle. Not that there's anything wrong with your car, but just a normal maintenance check. Normal maintenance. Uh, no, Jerry. One, uh, I have to go to the uh, Bradley Brewery to sign some cans. I'm autographing cans. They think those will be big sellers. Cool. <laughs> for the children. It's for charity, Jerry. For the I children. take I take no money for this. It's for the children. And then secondly, I have an appointment with a dog communicator. Oh, you told uh, me about she, that yesterday. I yeah, she's go, well, she's going to uh, tell me what Whimsy uh, wants to tell me because uh, I can't communicate dog, but she will. And I'm going to uh, tape all of this, and uh, we'll put a video out I'm, for really, social I media. Really? I you yeah. videos on social media these days. Only unless I'm in them. If I'm right. Listen, I don't hate videos if every now and then. Like, I don't punch out videos. You do but, them every week during the football season. 
during football season. There's that's uh, only 17 weeks out of the year. You did There's coffee 52 with Al weeks. on Sunday mornings every That week. was years ago. <laughs> years ago. So this is going to be my one and out. If Tom Izzo has time in between the 15 Carton and Roberts videos that get put out every day. Well, speaking of that, I just saw on Twitter, did Craig, yeah. Craig got hurt yesterday? No, that was, he no, he posted a old uh picture. Oh. Why? I don't think because he was talking about it on the air, and he said, "I think oh, I, I have see. the photo laying around." He 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 posted a picture of he was a uh, he had a whole bunch of shrimp that he he, he had picked up, and Sounds he was about right. He was dro- riding a bike back to I guess they were in some beach house of some sort, hmm. and he hit a speed bump and <laughs> fell, and all the shrimp fell, and he landed on his eyeball. I don't remember that. That had yeah. to have been when we were around. I don't remember that. Yeah. but I thought that was yesterday. I just saw it. No. Oh, okay. Good. So he's fine. So he's fine. He's fine, Jerry. Jerry, you're not going to have Steven Matz to kick around here anymore. That's a He's, good thing for him. That's a good thing for him, you think? You like you like the idea of him getting a fresh start I in think, Toronto? I think he needs a fresh start because it seemed like it's over here. It really has. And yeah. He was. He hasn't been good. It seems like his ball is flat. He's flat gotten, balls. Yeah, and he's gotten pounded. It seemed like every time he went out there and threw. So he got banished to the bullpen. Yes, as much as I thought he had such great potential, I think he needs a fresh start. And this Toronto, they're like uh, they're making moves. They're, yeah, they're in the make, mix. I told you. The they're Yankees the only team in the of, mix. Better watch out of Toronto. Watch not out that for Toronto. Not that Stephen Mads is going to put Toronto over the edge, but they've made other moves. No, but he could be a part of a championship team. You don't know. Now, I don't go to many Mets games. As you know, I'd rather watch on S and Y. No Met games unless no, you're paid to go, or you have to go meet with an, with the uh, with clients. Right, that's true. But there was one time when my friends wanted to go to a Mets game, so I obliged them. What year was that? Was that still Shea? Well, it was, no, it was not still Shea, but it was the Stephen Mets first game where he pitched. He and pitched he, hit. Against, he pitched against the Reds, and he had a couple of hits. Jerry, the guy had a stick on him. Yes, he did. He was we one had, of those pitchers that could hit. Yeah, we had such high hopes. I was like, this is going to be the next Doc Gooden, I remember telling my friends. They don't watch baseball. They're like, we don't know who that is. But I said, trust me. don't know who – they didn't know who Well, my was. one friend doesn't know who Doc Gooden is, no. By the way, just for the record. Nope. When you say you like to go to Met games. Yeah. And the last one you went to with your friends that had Steven nothing Matt's to do with debut. a client. Yes. Six years ago. <laughs> So let's back back Hold off on. the whole I like to go to Met games thing. Steven Matz debut with the Mets when he played when they yeah when June twenty eighth two thousand fifteen <laughs> jackass. <laughs> wow. Yeah, how about that? That was some day. I would not have guessed that Steven Matz was here that long. He, you know, Steven Matz is twenty nine years old now. Wow. It goes this quick. is his last chance. Well, to I don't get know if it's it done last in Toronto, chance, but it's you know what? If it doesn't go well in Toronto, I don't know where else he goes. Hmm. It would be one of those uh, signing somewhere on a minor league deal. Now, you always say you, you would feel good or bad about yourself based on what you were traded for. The Mets got three prospects. How would you feel about that? Uh, better than a player to be named later. Correct. Plus, it's three dudes. Yes. Like, they need three potential was dudes. Was it three? I thought they got five. It was three. I saw three minor league prospects. Either way, it was multiple prospects. Multiple guys. You're yes. right. Player to be named later sucks. Cash sucks, well, especially if it's low cash. cash. Right. If you see that you got traded for you know seventy five thousand dollars in an international signing slot, <laughs> <laughs> it's like what? And all the bobbleheads we had left over for Stephen <laughs> Matt's bobblehead day that was coming up. Oh, it's funny. 
Now, many of the sports uh, writers who write about baseball, Jerry, claim that this could be a, a Mets clearing salary a little bit to get Trevor Bauer here. I don't here. want Trevor Bauer here. I don't. Me neither. At this point, I'm over it. I, over yeah, it. I'm Plus, when, when baseball guys like yourself, Jerry, start going through his non-coronavirus years. Uh, yeah. Not great. No, I know it's not. Yeah. It's very average is what it is. Very average. I'm not saying he won't be great. The old Mets but, were interested in average. We are the new Mets. We're not interested in average. That, we need above average. The Mets above 2021, average. not interested in average. No. The old Mets, we would have taken average. Yeah, But, I, I but they're touting it. him like he's... I know. You know. The, guy, great the guy's like, journey. he's thrown to a career ERA of four. That's, That's not okay. Good. That's not... That is not... We're going to bring you here and pay you more than Jacob deGrom. Right. I'm sorry. I don't No, you can't do that either. It. But we'll see. I mean, that that seems to be the rumor. Or they're clearing space for Jackie Bradley Jr. Could be. Now, that I like. I don't that think you'll they take. have a problem pitching-wise. I really don't. Yeah. I think they've got enough pitching. They need uh, – that That would be one move I'd like to see them make. They need a stick, Jerry? Or is is he more of a stick well, or a defender? He's a good player. Defensive yeah. uh, center fielder. And that's – what do they say? you got to be good up the middle. Yes. Well, now you got McCann, Lindor, and then you would have Jackie Bradley Jr. I was a good center fielder the, the year I, I could that. not like the year I didn't get any hits. Well, I was in there for my this. defense, Jerry. Why don't you play like the Jackie outfield Bradley. in softball then? I uh, lost the ability to track fly balls. Oh. I don't know what happened. I don't know when that old changed. eyes like I have now. You know, I now wear glasses, which I wasn't wearing uh, previous uh, softball season. So, so do you think you could shag flies I think, now? Here's what I think. I think if I needed to play center field and I got out there early enough and and watch the ball coming off the bat, I could be a Jackie Bradley Jr. for the softball team. Oh, is that an in that you want back in the lineup? I mean, I'm um no. <laughs> but I'm saying I if if there was one like being played in Bradley Beach, New Jersey and I could just show up, roll up there. Well, how about yeah. Madawan? Can we go back to Madawan? We go back to Madawan. Cuz they wanted to play ride. again last year. No, All it's right. not. We got to do that again if we do softball again. I wonder, like, so Jackie Bradley Jr., great defensive uh, center fielder, you say. What What is the, like, if you're really great, let's say you're really great defensively and you're average hitter, are you in the lineup every day? Or average center fielder, fielding-wise, great hitter? What would you rather have? Jerry uh, as I a manager, rather, as manager Jerry Rekka. Well, listen, I want everybody to hit. I mean, there's no right. question about that. But I would say that... If I've got a great defensive center fielder. Yeah, like nothing gets by him, Jerry. He's out there just shagging every fly ball. Yeah, I mean, I would say I want him out there every day. Mm. Now, you can't buy, you can't hit 180, but I'm just pulling up his number. So last year. My little league coach had me out there every day. I hit zero. Legitimately hit zero. But yeah, I your was, parents uh, paid for you to play. I You're going to go out there and play. I was just prowling center field like Jackie Bradley Jr. So he's a career 240 hitter. 240. 283 last year. Is he a home run guy, Jerry? The year before it, uh, not really. I don't think so. I, mean, I will check that as we, as I have this up for you. Um, but, you know, he's a very average at best hitter. But you know what? To me, you bat him eighth and right. you put him in center field. You Listen, know? you're very average. You're very average, Mr. Bradley Jr. Mr. Bradley Jr. Well, we'll see if they do that because right now no, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, he hit seven home runs last year. Oh boy, in 109. Well, remember, it's 60 games, dude. Oh, so that would equate to approximately 18 home runs a year. All That's right. fine. 
I need a 30. I need my outfielders old school Milwaukee Brewers 1980s. I need my guys all in the outfield hitting 30 home runs. So he hit. Let's take it back to the 80s. In 2016, this was his best year numbers wise 26 home runs, 87 RBIs. That's pretty good. Do you think most Met fans would take Bauer or Jackie Bradley? Jackie Bradley Jr. You do. You think if there was a poll, if there was like a, a yeah, Mets I don't fan think it'd poll. be close. Actually, really, I don't. Hmm. Well, but then do again, I got then. I was wrong on the last poll, so I could be wrong. Which again. poll was that? Mm, great question. Uh, it was something so about the Mets being upset about something. Oh, about George Springer going oh, to Toronto. Yeah. Right. I was you wrong were, on. I thought it was sixty forty, and it was seventy five twenty five or eighty twenty or something. Where they weren't upset. Yeah, and I, you know what? And part of that was. If I remember some of the replies, it was not a big deal. Go get Jackie Bradley Jr. Yes. So I would say that people would be thrilled with that if they All could right. make that happen. I have a feeling Trevor Bauer showing up here. Is it That's... more than a feeling? <laughs> As the great band Boston, Boston might sing. More than a feeling. And the Jet and the Mets have a new uh, GM, Jerry. Acting GM, they called him. Zach Scott, who yes. was hired as the assistant GM. He was just pretty much elevated. You got yourself elevated. You got elevated. Zach Scott. Because the former GM was fired. And then the other former GM is at Rock Nation now. Rock Nation. So he's an oh, agent. Brody Van Wagenen. Yeah, so that didn't work out for him as a uh, GM. Now, how long, do you, off the top of your head, do you remember how long he was here as GM? Was two it years. One, two years, okay. Because I saw his, um, I saw the press release for Brody joining uh, as COO of Rock Nation. And they go, and he writes, his quote in there was like, in my 25-plus years as uh, agent and GM. I was like, the GM was one or two of those years. Yeah, it was two years. Two years. I mean, it's, he's it not be- wrong. I know. It just sounds weird because it was like over 90% as an agent. I'll tell you what he did get, though, even in just two years. He got a great perspective from the other side. That's I mean, true. I mean, he had think about his career as an agent. All right, we know he's good at that. Now he really knows the ins and outs inside, whereas before he probably thought he did, but wasn't 100% certain. Now he is. That is that is true. And in all jobs, if you take another job just to get a perspective, like when I did uh, s- sports radio sales, yes, that gave me a perspective. Yeah. Not easy. Where I used to be like, why can't these men and women sell this sports bar? It's a natural. Why wouldn't Coca-Cola want to advertise on this show so easy? It's not easy. There's and until easy. you take the job on the other side, it gives you perspective. So it, you think this makes Brody a better agent. But that's, but that's true in life, though. Everybody's life. so damn judgmental about everybody else. Walk a mile in their shoes. I'll use. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's true, though. I mean, yeah. it's what we do for a living, which is right. sad, but it's true. We sit there, how the hell did he miss that shot? How about what? you go take that shot with people screaming <laughs> at you from 34 feet away with a hand in your face? Right. You know, you give that's it a fair. try. But that's what we walk do. Walk a mile in my shoes. That's what I say, Jerry. Yeah. You know what? I might not like walking a mile in your shoes. I might not like being home every day with nowhere to go, nothing to do, and no one to see, except for a walk once in a while. You love that, and I think that's awesome. I might right. not like that. I might. I might not. How Correct. can I actually say I would or I wouldn't until I did it? Right. 517. Jerry, it reminds me of this passage. Oh. Why, when I needed you most, have you not been there for me? The Lord replied, the times when you have seen only one set of footprints, 
my child, is when I carried you. Are you reading that off a picture on your wall right now? Uh, no, I, I brought it up on uh, Google. Oh, okay. But it reminded me of that when you said, walk a mile in my shoes. Yeah. Sometimes we need someone to carry us. And Bob Dylan had a lot of great lyrics about that, too. About uh, walk a mile in my shoes? Yeah. Give me one song. I will if we take a break. I will ring, absolutely. Ring. Was it um, not the times they are changing, is it? Mm. I will get it for you. But the times they are changing. I figured Eddie would jump on this for me. Stephen Matz is I gone. I wish that for just one time you could stand inside my shoes. There you go. Look at you. And just for that one moment, I, I could, could be, be you. you. And then what, you'd, what know what a, you'd know what a drag it is. To be you. Right. What song is that, though? I'll find it during the break. Positively Fourth Street. It might be. Yeah, it might be. I love that one. Okay, we're coming back with that. All right, 518, first break. Giannotti joins us. Top of the hour. Eddie, thank you. Right here on The Fan. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Al and Jerry. Radio Gaga. Radio Goo Goo. Radio Doo Doo. just one time you could stand inside my shoes. And just for that one moment, I could be you. Yes, I wish that for just one time, you could stand inside my shoes. You know what Good song. Just for the young people in the audience. Yeah, well... Listen, yeah. We don't exactly hit the target demo sometimes. <laughs> what are you going to do, man? <laughs> it was part of the story. So good song right there. So that Great is positively too. Fourth Street, yes? It is, yeah. yeah. Eddie knew, too, was the last I, That verse. is very impressed as well that he was actually... I love Bob Dylan. The fact that he was able to come up with those lyrics without hearing it so quickly. Very impressive, Eddie. Yeah. Mm, very impressive. Oh, yeah. Jerry, there's a thing called the Super Bowl. It's not this weekend. It's next weekend. Lots of times it's highly rated on the television. <laughs> so I thought I would I thought I would drop some Super Bowl knowledge on you, Jerry, and see how you feel about it. Just like a, a Mike of, and the Mad Dog quiz? Not a quiz. I'm just oh. gonna drop a couple of items on you and see what your reaction is for that. Visually, Jerry, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will wear their white uniforms with the pewter pants, and the Kansas City Chiefs will wear their red jerseys. All right. You follow so far, Jerry? Yeah. Tell me if any of this means anything to you. Not yet. Tom Brady is 4 and 1 in Super Bowls when he wears white. Mhm. Okay. Does that mean anything to you this year? Not a damn thing. That doesn't make you think, mm, maybe the Buccaneers have this one. He's wearing white again. Nope. Old, kind of like the Cowboys in the 80s. You're yeah. Wearing white, I talked to Danny White about games. that actually. Oh, really? Yes. That that teams in the NFC East in particular, your Redskins, or the back then they were the Redskins, I'm allowed to they say. They were. That. Yes, they the were. The Eagles, the Giants, Yeah, the, the Giants Cardinals. were those horrendous all-white jerseys just to make the Cowboys wear the blue. To make the Cowboys wear the blue because yeah. the Cowboys, there was some sort of bad luck when they wore blue. That what was the What did Danny sense. White say about this? No, I did. 
you know, they just didn't play well. It was nothing. But it wasn't in their heads. No, he he was he was like, yes, uh, Eddie. Al, the uh, the uniform story. It, yeah, it was the Buccaneers' choice, correct? Yes, Buccaneers' okay, choice. So they preferred yeah, to wear their road jerseys. They want to wear the white because Mr. Tom Brady is four and one in Super Bowls when wearing yeah. white. Yeah, it's very it's it's happened a few times where the team with the choice has decided yes. to wear the road jerseys. That's right. That's right. And on Danny White, how many people thought he was the uh, named the AD of t- Tennessee? I did. I saw that one? too. I knew it wasn't. Now, if it was Arizona, I might have thought about it, but not Tennessee. Yeah, when I saw Danny White was named uh, something about uh, Tennessee, I was like, let me Google Danny White and see what his photo looks like because yes. I know what former quarterback Danny White looks like because I see pictures of you and him in the booth during That's true. football season. Again, if it was Arizona, I would have I would have taken a double take, but not Tennessee. No. So you're saying, Jerry, that Danny White did not feel like it was. Bad no, luck. Like it was, they just didn't. Like he didn't think he didn't go in going. Oh my gosh! I gotta no. wear these blue jerseys. We're gonna stink. No, more of a. It was okay. more of a funny thing. But it was also very frustrating that they would struggle sometimes in games you wouldn't have thought that they would. And I remember being annoyed when I I got the uh, Sports Illustrated posters. You know, remember when Sports Illustrated used to sell posters in the back? Of yes, the and you would get them in the blue jerseys. Uh, yes. And yeah, I get I'm Danny with you. White in a blue jersey. I'm like, what is this crap? One of my favorite cards that I had growing up, but I hated it at the same time, was Danny White at the line of scrimmage in the blue jersey in Philadelphia with no star on the helmet. The slate gray <laughs> helmet, because I guess they didn't have the rights to right. the logos. And I loved it because I loved Danny White at the time. I still do. Yeah. And I was like, but there's no star, and why is he in blue? Right. So, yes. The only player I recall looking good and playing well in blue was Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker played well. He could have been in green. He was yeah. good. Well, yeah, and he was when he was with he the was Eagles. Dominant. He was an amazing special. That that killed me. It's funny. I didn't mind Herschel Walker with the Giants because I have never had a hatred for the Giants. I just haven't. Uh, I'm not a fan, but I haven't hated them. The Eagles, I couldn't stand. And when he went to Philadelphia and played well, it hurt. Yeah, it hurts. It just oh, hurts, Jerry. That bothered me. And he was. He was. I think he was the captain, too. I'm the captain now. I think he was. I think he was the captain in Philadelphia, mostly a special teams guy, but he was outstanding at it, latter stages of his career. He was so good with the Cowboys. Mm. He was, Jerry, and he brought them Super Bowls with his trade. Uh, no, he did not. Well, well, I mean, he did. Like The trade did, but he, he, didn't, win, he didn't win Super Bowls. No, the team wound exactly. up after he left. Yes, and all the draft. So, yes, you're technically piles. right, yes. Let me give you a couple more of these, Jerry, because you sound very interested in it. The, uh, the I told you Brady's four and one. <laughs> Tom Brady's four and one wearing white Super Bowls. In addition, check this out, Jerry. Maybe this will change your mind. Thirteen of the last sixteen Super Bowls were won by the team in white. Yeah, no. Now one caveat to that: the Chiefs wore red <laughs> last year and they won. So these are just some things you're going to have to think about before you place any sort of bets on your Super Bowl. I think I'm going to go with the team I think's better. You're going to use that strategy? I'm going with the same. Listen, colors. when okay. I picked the NFC Championship game with Boomer mm-hmm. and Geo last week, I said yeah. I'm taking the Bucks and then I'm taking the Chiefs, and it's going to be a passing of the torch in the Super Bowl. And I, I'm going to stand by that. All right. I do not. Maybe, you know, who knows? I think Mahomes and the Chiefs will win this game. I think... Tom Brady has one more magical act. Yeah, maybe know? next year when he plays the Bills. One more magical act. Like he might. Uh, Frosty I, I, the Snowman. I am not by any stretch downplaying or saying that they won't win. I'm just saying I'm going to pick the Chiefs. 
There must have been some magic in that old top hat he wore. <laughs> so where's the magic for Brady? In the jer- the white jersey? In the white jersey. And he did lose in the white jersey, though. So he's not unbeaten. Oh, yeah, sure. He's not. He's 4-1. and one. Right. He lost one game. Big deal. Big deal? Mm-hmm. He lost one. He's not perfect. Now, if you told me he was six, if you told me oh, so, Brady is perfect, six and yeah. three in Super Bowls, which he is. Yeah, and you told me he was six and zero oh on the white jersey, zero oh and yeah. three in the dark ones. You'd have now something. You, now He's we've four got and one. Okay, he's one in the dark jerseys. We're good. And the Chiefs really throw that off by winning in their red jerseys last year. A little bit. Little chances they win two in a row in the red jerseys, Jerry. I don't think so. Pretty good, actually. They're the favorites. What are your thoughts on this take from Bucks wide receiver Scotty Miller? No, I didn't see this. He considers himself the fastest wide receiver in the NFL. Can we prove it? And when Dan Patrick asked him, what about Tyreek Hill? Faster. Now, we did check the – we did, meaning whoever wrote this article. Did check (laughs) the combine records, and Scotty Miller was a tenth, a point, point one slower than the Tyreek Hill. But when was that, though? Because maybe he's gotten faster as he's right. gotten trimmer and fitter. I don't know. I watched Tyreek Hill last week. That dude was turning on an extra burner. Yeah, I agree. Even for him. That having been said, if you're telling me he was only a tenth of a second slower, yeah. then it's highly possible that that is the case. It's possible. No one would have guessed that if I would have said no, me neither. next fastest. Well, let's be honest. Before Tyree Sunday, Kill. you wouldn't have known who Scotty Miller was. <laughs> I knew Scotty Miller. I've been following these Buccaneers, Jerry. Where do you go to the college? The guy gets behind defenders. Where Scotty go- Miller? Yeah. Oklahoma. Is that true? I don't know. Or you just threw that out there. I just threw it out there with confidence. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Well, I tell you, if this is Oklahoma, we're going to laugh. <laughs> Scotty Miller. Let's see. Wikipedia. No, Bowling Green. Bowling Green. Oh, yeah. my gosh. So he came out of a no-name you could have. You could have sat there on mic until probably tomorrow at this time. You, you would not have gotten Bowling Green. Yeah. Maybe Bowling Tulsa, Green. you might have no, said. No, I would never have guessed Bowling Green, You would have never said Bowling Green. The Detroit Lions say they have already talked to one-third of the NFL about Matthew Stafford. A third of the NFL. Okay. And the only interest I'm seeing, Jerry... The Colts. Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, listen, if you're the Jets, you've you've got Sam Darnold already, and you're interested in Deshaun Watson. I don't think Matthew Stafford's the direction you're going in. Washington makes sense to me. I think New England makes sense. Indianapolis makes sense. I mean, that's four teams right there. A third would be around ten. I mean, where else are you going? I don't know. Now, Jim Irsay, the Colts uh, owner, says uh, on the quarterback situation, if you get one who's ready to go, it's the best opportunity. Well, he just saw Phillip Rivers go to the playoffs with them. Right, and they need a veteran vision at quarterback. Jerry. I could see that. You know, it's tough. If you, you know, you can draft the quarterback. If you're wrong... You're screwed. Yes, for totally another four. Screwed. Like if Tua doesn't turn out to be what the Dolphins were hoping he'd be. Yeah, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick. I mean, he's not or the answer. Or Sam Darnold. Or Sam Darnold. Think or about Daniel how much Jones. time you've lost. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, it's tough. And yet you want to take, like when I see guys like Philip Rivers going around or Matthew Stafford, I think, well, this guy's on the back end of his career. Do you want him here? But like you said, if you draft a guy, and he's not doesn't work out. You're set back years. Years. Literally, you're set back three to four years. What and if every year as a team, you just took whatever veteran was was? No, uh, I don't uh, think that works dumped. either. I mean, that might be a good strategy. Because they're not all very good. <laughs> and Matthew Stafford, not for anything, 
He's 30. He's 32. Tom Brady's 43. I am yeah. not saying Matthew Stafford has 11 years in him at all. But you're going to tell me he doesn't have a solid four years left in him? I feel, I feel like he has back issues, doesn't he? He might. Something. I don't know. But I know he's gotten hurt a lot. But my point is he's 32. He's not 36 or 37. Like if I was a team in desperate need of a quarterback searching, yeah. I might, like if I was Washington, no joke, I would give Matthew Stafford four years. You would. I would. Absolutely I would. And then, if, and also talking about Deshaun Watson with the Jets, if that ever happens, think about what we're talking about. And again, you can tell me Trevor Lawrence is going to be the next Tom Brady, Joe Montana. You don't know that. You really we don't, don't know. know that. What I do know is Deshaun Watson is a stud at the NFL level. And if you're the Jets, that's where you have to think long and hard about giving up probably both first-round picks this year. You might even give up a second-round pick this year and a one next year because you you know what you're going to have, and you've got – 14 other picks over the next couple of years. And speaking of Deshaun Watson and the Texans, you know, we were waiting like, oh, maybe maybe Deshaun will like whoever the Texans hire. Yeah, as I was head surprised coach. by this hire. They're hiring Ravens assistant David Culley. Who's so. 65, and that's fine. 65? But the, yeah. I'd be start pulling from my 401k at 65. Yeah, you can't. Well, it's already on your calendar. <laughs> All right, 535. <laughs> 25 in front of 6. Geo joins us at the top of the hour. Still a lot more to do on the warm-up show on The Fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Al and Jerry, let's talk more rock. Oh, I feel like this is my hour. Bob Dylan, Lincoln Park. What's yeah. next, Al Dukes? Bang Pretty good, man. I'm not a violent person, Jerry, but I'd like to fight someone with this song on. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Listen to Lying to You. Or Lying from You, actually, I think is the name of the song. That'll make you want to fight someone. That's a good one. I'm going to go in and start a bar fight somewhere. You might. There's a, there's a couple of songs, like Smashing Pumpkins has a song that'll make you want to go fight someone. Yeah, like what I'm going to do, Jerry, is I'm going to go into a bar, Just throw a bottle like... at somebody, and say, bring it. And you'll never do that. Head out. No, let's be honest. Right out. You will live this life, and you will never do that. My friends, one time I was in a bar in uh, Tampa with them, and uh, uh, my friend Mike Calta, who's a talk show host in um, Tampa, Florida, he's a morning man, actually, Jerry. And he, uh, for some reason, he's a large man. And for some reason, when guys would get drunk, they would want to f- challenge him to fights. And I, I don't know why. It's a weird thing. Yes, a lot of – so I have a couple of my friends that are really in shape. Yeah. And they will say the same thing. Like, they, it's very rare that they go out that someone is not trying to be a jackass. Weird. Like, I, I would think I know. you avoid those guys. But yeah. no, like, people want to challenge them for whatever reason. It's almost like it's a measuring stick for the person. Like, let's yeah. see what I can do against this guy. I don't know why. Because you know why? Guys are stupid. So this guy was wising off to my friend, and we were just all sitting uh, having a be- a beers at the bar and uh, kept going, kept going, and my friend just p- picked up a stool and whipped it at him. Wow. To which the waitress then had a bottle in her hand. She broke it like she was going to use it to cut someone. I headed right for the door. <laughs> 
And left a trail of pee. <laughs> <laughs> My friend stayed in there fighting. Big brouhaha. Get out of the car. I'm I'm waiting in the I'm you waiting some by Fox the car. Guy, huh? Yeah. <laughs> they get in, they start driving, we're peeling away. Then my friend Pete goes, I left my uh, Cubs hat in there. I got to go back and get it. I go, we're not going back. In, right. We're not going back. Did you go back? I don't I don't recall. I think I uh, blocked it out. That's but, some night. Yeah. That's not for me, Jerry. I'm not into fighting. But if I hear Lincoln Park, I may be interested in start. I mean, start a brouhaha and then head out. Yeah. You're like, not even going to start. You're not throw, even going to start the brouhaha. Yeah. Because someone will catch me on the way out the door and yeah, pummel me. You never know. And with your scrawny little legs, you might snap yeah. in half. That's true. Never I don't spe- need my legs snapping in Speaking half. of tough guys, you know what I saw last night? And it's, I've never seen the movie movie before, even though we've spoken about it so many times. I saw a game plan with The Rock. Oh, and, and uh, Boomer. starring Mr. Boomer Esaias. He was in the booth with Marv. And you know who else was in that movie? Yes. This is hilarious to me. I had no idea. Who? You had um, Steve Serby. You All right. Gary Myers. Wow. And there was John Clayton from ESPN. Look at this. A star-studded a, a who's who of sports. Yeah. I had no idea. And I'd never seen it before. And I didn't see the whole thing. I watched about an hour of it. Yeah. And you know what The Rock looked like? And now this is The Rock thin. Mm-hmm. He was strong, but he wasn't big and bulky like he is now. Yeah. He reminded me of Rob Schneider. Oh, boy. Yeah. That's a weird one. I, I agree. But again, the rock thin in this movie, and I because mm-hmm. I don't think he looks like that now. But in this movie, I couldn't get Rob Schneider's face out of my head. Interesting. When I was watching him, so if Rob Schneider works out really hard and eats protein, he could look like the Rock. He could look like the Rock. And I think that's possible. Separated at birth. Yeah, Jerry, I'm looking at uh, Mr. John Heyman's uh, Twitter. Hey, man. I guess this is official now, and I guess it wasn't official, but we maybe knew it was Tanaka. happening. Yeah, I Mr. knew you were going to get to that. Masahiro Tanaka yep. is back with the Rakuten Eagles. Yeah. So you won't have him to kick around the Bronx anymore, Jerry. I never kicked How him around. How about that? You were the How one. About that, that? You were well, the one that said he wasn't a big game pitcher. Yeah, he's when not a big he's game. Only been a big game pitcher until yeah, this year. Yeah, yeah, not uh, not a big loss. Not a big game pitcher. Great I, during the regular season, Jerry. But we disappointing in the in the regular season here with the Yankees this year. This year, right? Not for his career. Well, not this year. Who knows? I mean, I'd have to look at the stats. I'll tell you what the stats say. Oh. A hell of a big game pitcher <laughs> until this year. Oh, until this year. Well, then I picked the right year to say he's not a big game pitcher. Yeah, no kidding. I'm aware. Oh, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Rakuten Eagles, Jerry. Yeah. You're going to watch actually, them? I'm not going to watch them, but they do have cool, uh, I like their colors. They got like kind of a is Boston it, is college. Is it Rakuten or Rakuten? Rakuten. Rakuten. I think it's Rakuten because it's that company that does the commercials here in the U.S. as well. Okay. So it's not Rakuten. (laughs) (laughs) Rakuten. I know it's Rakuten because they do that. They do it to uh, Rocket Man, the Billy, uh, the uh, Elton John song. Yes, which I hear you trying to force in. (laughs) Jerry, last night they used COVID sniffing dogs. They actually put them to use. We talked about them potentially using them. It's amazing them. to me that a dog can tell if you have a virus. Yeah. They use them at the screening fans getting into the Miami Heat game. Now, the, how many fans are they allowing? That I'm not sure. All right, let's find. I but will they, get the they, official box score. They socially distanced the people in line coming in, and they had the COVID-sniffing dogs sniff the fan. And if the dog detected the virus, it would sit down. 
I got to tell you, I feel like we're close. I really do. I feel like we're close to getting things not back to normal, yeah. but taking another step forward. Now, they say that the dogs are almost 100% accurate. Uh, the attendance last night was zero. <laughs> so, interesting. Who were they sniffing exactly? <laughs> The players, maybe. <laughs> it said COVID sniffing dogs screen. Fan. I saw pictures too. Maybe well, they're so. I, used I saw to... a picture too. I saw a dog and one human being in the picture. <laughs> I saw that too. <laughs> <laughs> and by that, you thought fans. <laughs> the headline said COVID sniffing dog. I'm going to Google that right now, Jerry. What? I'm going to get to the bottom of this. COVID sniffing dog. Official attendance of the game, zero. (laughs) Hold on, Jerry. COVID sniffing dogs, screen fans at Miami Heat game. This is what it says. No, and listen, I'm looking at a picture, Uh, uh uh, which I think is from last night's game, and the backdrop has three fans in the background. Yeah. Now, I don't know why the official attendance is zero. This is what it says, Jerry. This is the article. It says, the Miami Heat debuted the virus-sniffing dogs at Wednesday's game at American Airlines Arena with our four-legged friends screening fans before they could be allowed inside the building. But you're right. It's one guy getting sniffed. (laughs) (laughs) But again, there is at least three fans there that I can see in this picture, maybe even four or five. Yeah. So maybe they're just so used to writing no fans that... Or maybe it's friends and family. And that they could don't be. Count. That could be. Because I did see New Jersey. I, saw, I think I told you this yesterday. I saw that Seton Hall and the Nets, I'm the Nets, Jesus, and the Devils are going to start allowing, or New Jersey's going to allow them, if they so choose, to let friends and family, a small grouping in, starting soon, I think. And I don't know if that's going to apply to Rutgers or not. And then there's the theory of, well, what about high schools? Can parents start going? So... And maybe that would not count as attendance. Maybe that would be a zero. I don't know. But that maybe is I, funny that you bring that up and the official number is zero. Maybe I get whimsy trained into how to smell some COVID on but people. But you're just trying to figure out a way to make this dog make money. Get you back to work. Uh, he didn't, she didn't sound so interested. Yeah, no, you get back to work. You need to start, you know. Make her a police dog. Contri- or a police dog, yep. Nah, I don't do that. The bed bug sniffing dog. I like that. Any of those, any sniffing dog I think is cool. Remember, your dog worked hard already. She did. She writes. She's retired. But sometimes when people retire, they go back to work. Like they want a part-time job sniffing people for COVID. What have I ever told you about going back to Home Depot and working in the paint department? Right. That's me. Oh, you want to do paint? I love painting. Because I was trying to think, like, what what department would I be good at in Home Depot? You? Yeah. The cash register. (laughs) I'm sorry. <laughs> Just scanning people out, <laughs> right? I couldn't go in. I couldn't go into any department that had heavy stuff like lumber. No. I would have no idea about electrical. I have no idea about plumbing. Right? Maybe I could sell flooring. You could probably, yeah, you could probably <laughs> or like do that. Dishwashers and things. Well, it's funny you bring the that appliance up. section. And even <laughs> even Eddie brought it up yesterday during the show. You know, when I first met Sal. And kind of got to know him, and yeah. I didn't realize he had come from Home Depot. But on one of our trips with Columbia, I remember saying, well, you must be really handy. You worked in Home Depot. And he'd be like, uh-huh. And then I'd be like, you know, because I know your dad was a mechanic. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah my dad was, uh, he worked hard. <laughs> and I remember saying, so like, what department did you work in? And he like, under his breath, he was like, I was a cashier. I was like, you were a what? He's like, cashier. I'm like, well, why didn't you take any of your knowledge and work in a department? He goes, I don't know a damn thing about anything. <laughs> I said, okay. 
And he stood by it, and he was just a cashier. Yeah, cashier. That was it. I would work in the paint department. I would sell appliances. Oh, that would work. Right? Yeah, you could do that. Why not? Anybody can sell appliances. What about this refrigerator? Yeah, just got to learn about them, and then you can sell them. Jerry, quickly on uh, uh, Twitter, instant reaction, Mike Mick writes, I asked my urologist if he could use a dog to sniff my butt for prostate cancer instead of all the other stuff. And what did they say? I guess he didn't give him a positive answer. So that was a joke, or was that Yeah, I guess he was trying to be hilarious. Although, if I could teach a dog to sniff out prostate cancer, a lot more people would get tested. Uh, That is very true. You know what I mean? You are not Especially if it was like the first layer. Like, like the, where the dog wouldn't, the if the dog smelled something, because they do have cancer-smelling dogs. They do? Yeah. Absolutely. Really? Yeah. So why can't it find prostate cancer? I don't know. That's a good question. Do we know that it can't? Um, do we have any no. idea? I'm going to say we don't know. It can- I do know that cancer-sniffing dogs exist. Wow. I like had no idea. cancer that, The science of that dogs. to me is amazing. Like going back to the COVID thing, the fact that a dog can sniff a virus. Yeah. Like I guess you just emit certain scent, yeah. I from guess your mucus so. or something. This is what I. This is what the study says, Jerry. A new study has shown that dogs can use their highly evolved sense of smell to pick out blood samples from people with cancer and having ninety-seven percent accuracy. That comes from Science Daily. Yeah. And the COVID one from the article I read said it was close to a hundred percent. Yes, unbelievable. These dogs. It was amazing. They smell if their sense of smell is ten thousand times ours, and we smell something unpleasant in the home. They've what got do to be they like, sp- right. what is going on? Here? That's why. Now I figured it out. Show's over. You're passing gas. Dog needs to get out of that <laughs> condo. She's like, you know, I smelled those ten thousand times the power of them. <laughs> All right, quick break. Giannotti's coming up next, but we still have time to wrap things up. First, though, a Radio.com Sports Minute. It is Amy Lawrence reacting to Candace Parker's decision to return home. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. All right, welcome back. Nets did beat the Hawks last night as we saw the big three play big. Jeff Green played well as well. Uh, terrible loss for Seton Hall if you're keeping score. What else you got there, Al? Jerry, the great Pamela Anderson. She found love in, again. She found love again. She fell in love during lockdown with her bodyguard. She going to have those uh, vows again for the fifth time? Well, she did already do that. She got married. For the fifth time, don't you think at some point you get? Let's say you get divorced four times, like she has. Don't you think you just bypass all that and say, "Let's just sign the contract and it's it's, we're done," right? Or you just go, "Listen, maybe marriage isn't for me." I've oh, you can get married, but just don't go through all the you know shenanigans. The shenanigans of going through the big marriage, and well, it doesn't sound like they went through a big marriage because it says uh, they did it during uh, COVID. Okay, so it was a nice small party of people. Friends That's got to be crazy family. for this guy. He's like in his 40s. Pam Anderson's 53. How old is this guy? What, He's in his say, 40s. In, what, is he 40 or is he 49? Uh, I think I think he'll lower 40s. Okay. But so he, this guy was probably at some point infatuated with Pam Anderson, as we all were, Jerry. Well, clearly My sex is. tape with the Hulk. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. There's another guy, person we know that... You know, had a sex tape with the Hulk. That's two people. But clearly he still is if he married her. Yep, he married her. And then I see Phil Collins. This guy's been through hell and back with his wife. 
they had a crazy divorce years ago where she took all his money. A lot of it, terrible. yeah. Terrible. It was like a very terrible divorce. Then they got back together, and now she's taken all the money again. What do you mean? Well, they they got back together, and now they're separating again. Oh man! And she's selling his gold record. She's just pulling stuff off the walls. But at this that's point. stuff that she got in the first divorce, right? I'm not sure. I don't know whose it is you because can't, when they, they reconciled, Jerry. You like cannot the crazy tell people. me that they reconciled, they get uh-huh. divorced, and then she gets all his stuff again. <laughs> I mean, he's either the unluckiest man in the world or the dumbest man in the world. Or dumb, yeah. Things just are not working out between them, Jerry. And this poor guy's doing concerts in a chair, right? Yeah, because he can't can't stand up. Yeah. So if you want to fill an actual Phil Collins gold record, you could reach out to his ex-wife. She's selling them for as little as $100. Shut up. That guy had a ton of hits. Why would you not buy one of those? I got to be honest. I'm interested. What do you want? Susudio? That would be good, yes. Few of a, Jerry, where'd you get this gold record of Susudio from? Oh, I got it from a Phil Collins ex-wife <laughs> for $100. I got it on eBay. In the air tonight, that's got to go for more than $100. Oh, bucks. in the air tonight, classic. The yes. guy had a ton, a ton of Land of, of Confusion. You know what? That's the one I would want. Land of Confusion. Well, that was Genesis. I don't know if he ha- He probably oh. has those as well, though. He, he he wrote those songs. How do I? Is this on eBay? I don't know where you could find it, Jerry. Mercurio. Mercurio? Mercurio. Oh, that's where you can uh, bid on these items? Yes. It's not Rakuten or Mercurio. Rakuten. It's Mercario. Rakuten. Right. Rakuten. <laughs> and Jerry, for those just joining us, well, yeah, breaking news, uh, Stephen Matz is gone. He's uh, went to the Blue Jays. Out of material, Al? Well, I guess that one happened, uh, not really. I guess that happened last night, Jerry, but I was, yes. I was long asleep by then. So to me, it was overnight. You were into the third stage of sleep by 10 o'clock. <laughs> I already was up to go to the bathroom for the third time. <laughs> that, is there anything better? It's bad enough that we can't go through the night without getting up. But is there yeah. anything better than when you get up and you look at the boy, you look at your, yes. and it's only 11.15? Yes, it's so awesome. It's like, right, three you're more like, hours oh. to go. Right, I feel like I have to get up Get all right your now. New York sports all day, every day on The Fan.